brave, outspoken, conservative. We are Ladies Race Right. We are co-hosts. I'm Olivia. And I'm Anouk, and we're dismantling the left one light at a time. You can find us on all socials at Ladies Raised Right and Twitter at Ladies RR. And you can find any additional information at ladiesraisedright.com. <laughs> and there's also merchandise available. Woohoo! Also, we have a Facebook page. So go ahead and like that, please. We ranted <laughs> like one episode ago about how much we hated Facebook, but you know, um, and we we're gonna get to get one. <laughs> you know, though, like it's not hypocritical. We're just gonna own the fact that we realized that it'd be a good marketing thing for us. So it Facebook, be. we're here. We're coming for you. I'm still holding strong to Olivia. Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing my best. Facebook. <laughs> please bear with us. Yeah, <laughs> we're trying. We're but trying. yeah, good like the page. It's called Ladies Raised Right. Or you can become our friend on Facebook at Ladies RR. Mm-hmm. I'm basically accepting every single friend request, so. Hey. Yeah. Be your well, friend. Exactly. <laughs> no shame there. Heck no. So, we just did a movie review. Um, honestly, like, we're fired up, but also, like, it was a little sad. Yeah, it's a little disheartening um, and upsetting. So, the movie was released by The Daily Wire. We were going to watch the one on Netflix called Reversing Row, but since it Everyone can pretty easily access Netflix. We decided to focus on the Daily Wire and what they're producing since not everyone has access to that. So this up or this show was called Choosing Death, the Legacy of Roe. Um, and basically they talked about, if y'all remember, the Supreme Court decision, like the draft decision was leaked before the official decision. So this movie or documentary, whatever you want to call it, came out shortly after the leaked draft. Um, and like talked about it, the history of abortion and lies told by Planned Parenthood. Um, something important to note here, I feel like is abortion is obviously a prominent thing. Um, one in four women, I believe get an abortion. And I know some of my friends who have had abortions and the point of this and talking about it isn't to like condemn anyone who's had an abortion. Um, because we don't, I don't, I know, I know. doesn't (laughs) um but like we just want to bring light to the situation because it's not necessarily like the abortion is the fact that Planned Parenthood is lying to these vulnerable young women and young girls and taking advantage of the situation so they can fill their own pockets um they're according to the show it's a 1.7 billion dollar industry and they their job alone is 1.7 billion dollar like company that's insane it's a ton of money and their job they had like women um, they interviewed women who previously worked for Planned Parenthood, and their job is to sell abortion to these girls. They don't care about how old the man was. If a girl's 15 and she had sex with a 31-year-old, that's rape. They don't care. Just lie about your age. They're they not they didn't, Yeah, they didn't report anything to the police, and then that they were there to sell abortions, essentially, because if they convinced you to not get an abortion, they weren't going to make money on it, um, which is kind of crazy. Honestly, like, I really hadn't thought of it that way. Uh <laughs> Yeah. They sort of called this whole like process basically one woman that said she formerly worked there, she said it was basically the American horror story and it's a little like crazy and a little ironic, but <laughs> the <laughs> the left loves, they love American Horror Story the show on Netflix. Um basically anything Netflix pushes, which is really like obviously very centralized towards the left. Yeah. Um, I that's like basically the lady said working there was like a living episode of it and I I could not imagine. And, like, a lot of it, too, like, you hear a lot of people talk about abortions, but they don't really talk about, like, how it happens or, like, really the process of it. And to be hearing someone talk about, like, dismembering a child to be able to, like, remove it from somebody is, like... Sickening. Uh, yeah. I'm... 
it's really upsetting, um, especially when a child can feel pain at 13 weeks, <clears throat> so they feel each limb being ripped off. Um, so and, yeah, yeah, Planned Parenthood just doesn't focus on that. They just no. make it seem like it's this harmless procedure when it's actually, like, quite gruesome and deadly in some cases. In most cases. I mean, it's always deadly because you're always killing a baby, but, like, even right. to the mothers, they're claiming... Oh, it's not deadly, like, they're safe abortions, but mothers are still dying from these abortions. They're just not reporting it. Yeah. And so the interesting thing with this, so Bernard and Nathanson, um, he's kind of a big original, like, pusher for abortions in the 1970s. Uh, he killed single-handedly over 60,000 babies, including his own, um, which I don't even know how that would be. That would be really hard to even... Uh, yeah. I can't... But... Um, he ended up switching directions and ended up anti-abortion, and he produced a film called The Silent Scream. Um, Silent Scream essentially is a really extremely graphic movie about the removal of a child, and I would never be able to watch it because I'm super squeamish. Um, but essentially, it kind of came to the platform, and Reagan actually ended up really pushing this film, which is kind of crazy. Yeah, it was <laughs> presidency. Um I think I watched a little bit of Reversing Row on Netflix, and they talked about that Reagan's only running point was that he was pro-life, but this was not his only running point, so don't get that um, mixed up. But he, like, it came out in the 80s, obviously, when he was president, and so he pushed it um, because it was, like, one of the first movies that came out of that time. Like, abortion wasn't really talked about, and then to have this person, this man who used to, who was, like, so pro-choice, performed all these abortions to come out and say, like, no, I'm pro-life, this is wrong, this is what it actually looks like, it was a pretty big deal um, in the 80s. And the movie, like, generated its name because essentially what they said was when they were moving the child, it looked like the child, like, in the face was screaming. And, like, it's, it's not like it's not born yet, so it's kind of sad. It is very sad. Um, yeah, so, and I think we've, like, or I don't know, I, I mean, I'm sure I've talked about, like, the abortion procedure a lot. We kind of just touched on it. Um, that's, like dismemberment or lethal injection of the baby but I think like what really needs to be pushed by the left who claims that they're so open and so loving to like oh we love African Americans like we want that race to like flourish and all these things when Planned Parenthood was started by a racist woman named Margaret Sanger her entire goal was wipe out was to wipe out the African American race she writes in her letters we want to exterminate the Negro race we want this population to be gone Right. And it's like crazy. This isn't reported on. Okay. So again, the left isn't reporting on how their transgender ideologies is rooted in pedophilia. They're not reporting on how their Planned Parenthood abortion ideologies are rooted in a racist woman. White woman. <laughs> White woman. And the crazy thing too is like you dive into it in the movie does a really good job of breaking down the statistics of it because it's not really talked about. But since abortion became legal, it basically drove like it broke like um african-american families like in the was it 1970s it said yeah there was like 75 percent of like male presence in the family household and now it's like 78 percent not president yeah like it's 100 percent to flip and that's so crazy and you can look at the big difference one of them that they put to blame was um abortions and welfare and one of those two things were added and it broke the family yeah, which is exactly what Margaret Sanger wanted to do. So congratulations on the goals. You are hurting the race that you say you clutter so much about. Right. Um, because also African-Americans are then three times more likely to abort their child than other races. So the, the goal of Planned Parenthood is they target minorities. They go into these low-income neighborhoods. They put up all these Planned Parenthoods. You can find, like, you're ten times more likely to find a Planned Parenthood on every block in, like, 
um, LA, New York City, like these low income areas than you are in like the suburbs of these big cities because they specifically target that. Exactly. And um, like they said, I mean, it's a $1.3 billion business. Like that's what they're unfortunately there for. Yeah. Yeah. It's disgusting. <clears throat> and they also talk about like, well, it's because we want to help people who are living in poverty and like you don't have money. But then this girl on the show, she also makes a really good point. Like we don't go to a third world country and just kill half of their population. And be like, okay, you have more resources now. Like, yeah, the problem. Exactly. You don't kill people to solve the problem. No. That's not, yeah, that doesn't get you anywhere. Yeah. And again, this kind of bounces off um, of what last week we were talking about. How the left is like, believe all women. We want to, like, kill all the rapists, get, put them all in jail, blah, blah, all this stuff. When Planned Parenthood, literally, as we said earlier, gets girls there that have been raped or being sexually abused or human trafficked. And just, like, does the abortion, doesn't report it. Nothing. So the left is also actively covering up rapes and child abuse and human trafficking. Well, they're also not required. So it was interesting to hear they're not required. So in the U.S., you're not required to medically provide the information of on the quantity of abortions performed and, like, all of the, like, outcomes after that. Yeah. Like, they're... It, so the movie goes into a lot of statistics based off of other countries where it is reported and required to be reported. And it shows a lot of, like, kind of scary data of, like, women after abortion, like, have, like, a lot of issues. Uh, it's not... It's not as clean of a break as most people make it sound like it is. No. Yeah, because they don't really talk about the mothers afterwards. Like, obviously, we hear about um, the children being killed, but not, like, the mothers having to live with that. They started it and said that, like, a lot of the moms who they started doing these abortions on, they start crying and begging the doctors to stop, but, like, they can't. Like, it's already started, and you can't turn back from there. Um, no. And, like, straight up, like, <laughs> I don't know. I wasn't sure I felt about going in. <laughs> And I still, like, uh, that's one of those topics I have a really hard time with, but in the movie, they got, the, one of the doctors was saying he, like, used to perform abortions, and he stopped performing abortions, because he had, like, a very, like, specific moment that made him stop, and he said, during most of the abortions he had performed, or all of them, you know, you dismember the child, and you remove it, and one pregnancy was further along than he expected it to be, and, like, when he went to dismember the child, it kicked him. Yeah, and that's, he said that was the last per- abortion um, he ever performed. That's true. <laughs> Yeah, it's really upsetting. I couldn't even imagine, like, thinking about dismembering a baby and then, nonetheless, they kick you and then you, like, I... Yeah, and... uh, I can't. (laughs) And so, I think one thing that we, like, don't look at, too, is, like, I mean, there's all this, like, the Planned Parenthood, there's all the things attached to it, but the left always has a really big issue of, like, you go back to the very root of it and we're not looking at the problem, we're also looking at, like, the effect. So, the... Example I've been using when I've been talking to um, people mostly leaning left about abortion is you have a perfectly good hand, right? Yep. Good hand. I decide to stick my hand, my perfectly good hand, into the fire. It's going to get burned. I did an action and I knew the result. I had sex. I got pregnant. Action. Result. Mm-hmm. Nobody's the Virgin Mary here, and nobody's getting pregnant by God. Like, yeah, maybe, maybe there might be one out there, but like, in most of these cases where women are saying like, but like, they got pregnant and they needed to have the choice. They made the choice. They chose to stick their hand in the fire. Now, yeah. you could put a Kevlar glove, flame-resistant glove, and stick your hand in the fire. Different lengths of time, different frequencies. You're going to increase or decrease your risk of burning your hand. That's, I would say, equal to consent. That's sexual consent, and if you're having sex with consent, that's pretty equal to me. Yeah. Now, on the extreme cases, the love the left loves to focus on, which is I would categorize as non consensual. 
Um, you're in your house, you're sleeping, in the middle of the night, your house catches fire, and your hand gets burned. That is not the same. Yeah, you didn't. You cannot <laughs> use that extreme case to justify all of your other cases, no matter what you're talking about. So, for me, if you're using this really big extreme case to make your point for all your other cases, it's wild. And, like, for that extreme case, let's look at why the house caught fire. Yeah. Maybe, like, someone lit it on fire. Maybe we should worry about those people. Maybe take care of those people's actions before we worry about how to fix your burned hand with this extreme, crazy, like, medical response versus the other side of it. Yeah, exactly. And I think that's a really good analogy um, for people to think about and also use as an example. Yeah, use it on your life. (laughs) (laughs) Because most of the time when I have, they're like, yeah, that's a good point. And then they're like, yeah, but the woman should solve the choice. I'm like, the woman did have the choice. The woman stuck her hand in the fire. Like, you chose to do that. You and your partner consensually agreed that this was a risk you were willing to take because you wanted to have sex. That's it. Yeah. And it always goes back to, like, then again, this extreme case. Um, where but forget about the house burning. Yeah. <laughs> like, you, if you're going to start making laws and, like, rules for these things, you need one step for this and one step for that. You cannot use the except for the extreme to make the rules for everything else. It makes no sense at all. No. Yeah. So <laughs> lawmakers, y'all really need to do your job. Um, if you care so much about women, then weren't you helping us? Exactly. And like for the other people that are like, women need rights. Women, women have rights. Women have choices. Like, again, I think you need to be more focused on if you're going to push plant period, worry about like how to prevent it. Like, what about birth control? Things like that. But guess what? They don't make money on that because most of it's covered by insurance. Yeah. So even though the people are always like, well, birth control is so expensive, it's not covered by insurance. Like, it is. It is. It is very well covered. covered, And they have to, maybe it's not the kind that you want, but it is covered. And so if it's covered and they're making less money, well, yeah, of course they're going to be like, don't, you know, you don't need that. Like, the abortion is going to bring them more money. On a cost analysis perspective, that's going to bring them more money. Exactly. Bigger ROI. Yep. And um, they also talk about, like, the women. Like, when the big feminist movement started with Susan B. Anthony, like, probably the true feminist movement, they were all anti-abortion and did not agree with it, um, and were pretty outspoken about, no, this is not, we don't agree with abortions, it's not, like, a woman's, it's not a pro-feminist choice. Exactly. But, yeah, so it was just, like, a really upsetting movie, um, but a good reminder, a good episode to little, to talk on, um, to remind you, because people are still fighting about these, like, issues. Um, exactly. With the Roe v. Wade, these women are saying, we're victims of, we're going to be, like, just like Handsmaid's Tales, which isn't no the case at all. So, <laughs> so just dismantle their arguments. Use your logic and your facts that we presented you, and if you get the chance, watch the movie. But thanks for joining your week off, right? With Ladies Race Bye. Bye. Bye.